0: Welcome to the Rhonda Swan Show podcast.
1: Welcome back to the Ronda Swan Show. You know, this week I have three very special guests. In fact, If you've been feeling a little wild for the last four weeks, this is another show that's gonna completely take you wild. You know, we live in a society, in a system, that's been telling us that we're not good enough or that women especially can't necessarily have it all. We can't be mothers and have businesses. We can't raise our children, travel the world, and we can't live remotely and work wherever we want. It's interesting how shifts have happened though In the last 10 or 15 years, a lot of that has been broken. However, the paradigm is still there where women have been starting to emerge to start assisting and being part of each other and start supporting each other more fluidly and more openly. Well, the Women Gone Wild series is not quite coming to a close yet because i want to bring on three very special women today to not only share with you their wild story, But more importantly these are also three women that will be speakers on the upcoming summit september 28th or october 1st 2021. this summit is taking a completely new life of its own in fact we've got over 44 speakers now celebrities from all over the world and this movement is growing because we want you to come be wild with us so for the next 30 minutes join us be wild listen to the wild stories from these women and be part of this mission that we're creating for women to support women. All right. My first guest, I want to bring her out because she, she's so inspiring. In fact, I've known her for just a bit of time. Our company's been working with her because of what she does and helping her get the publishing rights that she needs and helping expand her brand. But what happened is I became really connected to her story. and. I'm honored to be able to actually introduce Dana Kay. She's actually a board certified holistic health and nutrition practitioner. She's dedicated to helping families that are impacted by ADHD. First hand experience, she has reducing her own son's ADHD symptoms naturally. Dana's mission is to help as many families as possible to bring back peace and calm to their homes, to reduce their children's ADHD symptoms and to help them thrive and achieve their personal best. Dana, it is so good to finally personally meet you, but more importantly to have you as one of the speakers, like really representing what so many families are going through today. So welcome to the show, Dana Kay. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here and
0: so excited to finally actually meet you face-to-face in person, even though we've been working together for a long time now.
1: Uh, girl, it is so great to meet you. In fact, you know, I, um, I've been learning so much from you and, and the work that you do. And, you know, I, I just want to say thank you for really representing and for helping other families because I know it isn't, it's not easy. I've had several family members and friends that also have children who have ADHD and they didn't really have anywhere to turn. You know, they didn't have someone that can guide them. And I know there's a lot of challenges that goes along with, you know, having to learn as a new mother of how to really support your family. So I, uh, I want to tap into that first, if you could share a bit about, you know, what has been in your experience and, um, you know, like how, what is it that you're doing now to help support families?
0: Yeah, and I thank you so much um, for asking that question. It is, it's really tough Uh, when your kid is diagnosed with ADHD, even if they're not diagnosed with ADHD, but have those symptoms that basically take over the family life. And when you're going through it, your life is just not enjoyable. I mean, I remember thinking to myself, I don't like my life. I'm I'm not happy. Our our family's not at peace. And so really my big mission is to help families who are struggling with their kids with ADHD. I remember what it felt like to be in that place with my son and you know, I have a mission. I've made it my mission to make sure no one else has to go through that, what I went through. And my programs today help other families get to that same place as me. Uh, my, my son was diagnosed um, with ADHD at the age of four, and he was put on three strong medications. And he started to have really bad symptoms from those. And the doctor wanted to put on a fourth medication, to treat the symptoms of the other medications. And I was like, hold on this kid's four years old that it doesn't seem right. And that's when I sort of said, this is not okay. And that's when I took this journey. Now my son's about to enter middle school. Um, I know I don't sound like I'm from the U.S. I am from Australia, but I do live in Seattle, Washington um, in the U.S. But um, he's about to start middle school and he hasn't been on meds for years. and so that is what i'm teaching other families how to fight their symptoms with food first and then with natural solutions so they don't have to end up in medication if that's the path they don't want to
1: take you know dana like just hearing you say this it's it's pretty controversial you know i mean and especially in the era that we're sitting in right now with the amount of people that are very closed minded or that are very I guess, allowing the control to make their decisions, that's a big shift. And how did you break through that to say no and actually take control of your child's life? Because most people are afraid to do this. Like, where did you get that strength? Oh,
0: you know, you, I just woke up one day and was like, this is not okay. This is not the life that I ever thought that I was going to live. And, you know, when you've got a child that's suffering, when your family's suffering, there's nothing that's going to stand in between you. And that's when I sort of said no more. And I basically threw down the towel and put my head in every book, in every journal, in every study. Um, I did my bachelor's in holistic health science. I went and did specialized studies in nutrition specifically for kids that that had ADHD or autism and learned everything that I could learn in order to be able to help my own son. But I struggled and I struggled big time and uh, it took me years to get to that point. But families don't need to go through that. Yeah. People don't need to suffer for, through that. People should be able to go to the doctor, and the doctor should be able to hand them my manual <laughs> and yes. say, This is what you should be trying first. You know, I've got families day after day after day just stepping out of that cyclone that they call their life or that roller coaster. I used to call it a roller coaster. And all they're doing is pretty much, Changing the food that their child eat. And so, you know, I don't think it's against the grain, but so many people do. And um, I'm going to stand up for what I believe. And it wasn't hard for me because my son was
1: involved. It's so big. I mean, just hearing you, I mean, obviously, this is why you're on this summit, right? Because you're a completely wild woman that is taking control of their family, you know. And I think that the world needs to hear this because, you know, there's a whole new conversation about why they don't want to give your book first, right? We know that and I can go there all day, we're not going to tap, tap into that because I think the world just needs to hear solutions these days. You know, I'm done with the gloom and doom. So many are talking about the gloom and doom, but I want people to hear more solutions every time because the more they hear the solutions, the more they open up like, "Whoa, there's an alternative." And I absolutely love of what you're doing and I, I I so respect that. Um would you share though with everyone like Why? I know that you're wild. That's why I wanted you here so badly. However, why did you say yes to this? Like what called you to say, Oh my goodness, I'm going to be on this wild women's summit. You know, like what called you to say yes?
0: Look, honestly, uh, for me, this meant being able to share my story with a bigger platform, but also showing that it's okay to take risks. It's okay to take risks in life. It's okay to take risks in business and not be afraid to do something that might be outside the status quo. Um, It's really, for me, about breaking that mold, thinking outside the box and going against the grain that we're taught. Really, at the end of the day, we're taught everyone's taught to pop a pill to feel better, okay? (laughs) Um, In my business, that going against the grain is suggesting these natural alternatives to ADHD. And, you know, as I said, the common accepted course of treatment for ADHD is medication, popping that pill, okay? But what I give families I work with is another option. So for me, it is about showing people out there whether or not they're affected by ADHD or not, that it is okay to take those risks. It's okay to break that mold. And when you do, not only can you be successful in your life and in your business, but you can just help so many other families out there. And before this happened to me years ago, I never, I never dreamt that I'd be able to help other families. I never dreamt that I'd be able to change other people's lives. But now that I have, I want other people to realize they can do it too.
1: Yes, yes, you're like, preach in the choir, right? Because that's what it's about. Like the moment we find something like we need to share it because it is, it's just about, most people don't have, um, like it's that usually everyone's excuse. I don't have the resources. No, you just don't have the idea. And the moment we see someone's idea, the resources come. So it's like always that, you know, backwards thinking. So I, I love what you're doing. And, um, it's, it's so inspiring. You know, I think one thing that does happen, especially with women like you, myself, and I see it all over we are running businesses and a lot of times we tend to lean heavily into our masculine because we need to get stuff done and then we're like balancing to the feminine, the nurturing, the mother side, especially having children. Is there ways that you um, are able to balance that or do you find sometimes you're just completely off whack? Because I think it's an important conversation for women today to learn or to hear that we're all the same or there's ways that one woman has figured it out differently than another.
0: Yeah, look, for me, as you said, it's all about balance. Um, I don't focus too much on whether or not my actions are more masculine or more feminine. Instead, I try my best to live my best life and make the best decisions I can in each moment. And so uh, um, if you do that and you follow that and you go with your gut,
1: then you're never going to go wrong. Yeah, I I hear you. I mean, it's it's like I know this is like the conversation that keeps popping up for everyone. And you know, I think women are actually just learning what that even is. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're just learning what it is. And um I, you know, for us to be able to to serve more, we have to take care of ourselves too. So when we learn that, cuz you know, mothers we always want to give to everyone first. You know, um so Dana, I have a one more question for you and and that's if you were to Talk to the small Dana Kay, you know, and you were young, didn't know what you were going to go through, didn't know you were going to get married, move to the United States, have a son, and now start changing the world of others. What would you tell her? What would be that best message you'd give to her?
0: yeah look um i think that's a really really good question and i um i don't often look back um i i just take each day as it comes but i would definitely tell my younger self to listen to my instincts um uh, so many times in both my personal life especially when trying to figure out you know how to help my son with adhd and in my professional life uh, when wondering which action to take for my business I've, you know, I have second-guessed myself, Um, and I've looked at other people as the experts, even when their advice, you know, might have gone against with what my gut told me to do. Now, with my son in particular, the doctors insisted on medication, and my gut told me there was another way. But for uh, a long time, I didn't trust myself. Okay, and I wish I would have listened to myself sooner. Um, I'd also tell my younger self that it is worth the investment to hire coaches. Learning from experts in business um, has been such a huge part of my business. And also in my personal life, it's been invaluable um, to glean wisdom from, from other people.
1: Yeah, great advice. I love that sister. Well, will you share with everyone, especially since you're gonna be on the summit in September, end of September, but I know that they're gonna be airing and seeing the show where can they find you? Where can they get your book and learn more about what you do? Because I know there's going to be families that are going to be watching this.
0: Yeah, definitely. So my website, and I never, and I can't say it um, in an American accent, and that's why it never comes across right, but it's ourroadtothrive.com. So that's O-U-R. So you would say that
1: as our our <laughs> our remember. road to thrive we'll make sure that your links get also in the show notes so everyone knows but you said it perfectly yeah are they can they find you on social media also
0: yeah look i've got a very very active facebook group um there's almost 16000 members in it and it's called the adhd parent nutrition support group um honestly it's amazing. Um, I'm in there, you know, three times a week doing training. Every parent in there is going through exactly what the other parents are going through that have kids with ADHD. Everyone is so supportive and looking to help their child. So if you can get onto that, that would be amazing. But also I'm on Instagram and Facebook page, um, you know, at Our Road to Thrive uh, and you can
1: find me there. I love it. Thanks so much, Dana. Thank I can't you wait for to me. yeah. I can't wait to see you on the summit, inspiring people and sharing more of your message. Thank you. Dana. All right. Okay. So let's next bring on our uh, my second guest. Um, this woman is such a, a powerhouse because she is actually. A, the founder of Four Eagles Publishing and the publishing house house concierge. She started her business after being redundant weeks before she found out she was pregnant and recovered from PTSD, chronic depression, and major anxiety. She works with high-level entrepreneurs to create best-selling books and act as and lead magnets that grow their businesses. She donates 1% of any of her turnover each year to the planet. And she, plus she's, I love this. I'm a damn epic human and loads of fun to have at speaking events. Taryn Reeves, come and join me, sister. It's so good. I love your just nature and who you are. How are you, love?
2: I'm amazing, Rhonda. How are you?
1: So good. It's finally, I get, I've been, I've seen your name. I'm like, I finally get to meet this woman personally. Uh, So excited to have you uh, as a speaker on the summit because, you know, you know, we just launched our book as well, like Women Gone Wild. And, um, you know, we did really well on Amazon. I'm going for New York Times bestseller. Like there's all this stuff that goes on. And you help people do this every single day. This has like been a very big feat for me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's,
2: you know, people don't realize how much is involved in in book production and then marketing it because it's not enough to just vomit some words on a page and then (laughs) be like, oh yeah, now everything is going to happen. It just doesn't happen like that. There's so many moving parts and having an expert to work with you on that just makes it so much easier because otherwise it can be so overwhelming.
1: And yeah, they for sure. that,
2: you know, starving artist type
1: archetype, I suppose. Well, that's okay. So that may, that says so much because, like, I was even telling like even some of our authors, like, look, it's not about the book making you a million dollars. It's about how, what you do with the book that makes you a million dollars. Can you, um, you know, add to that? Because I think that is the gap where so many people think, I have this book now, yay! I'm going to get all these gigs. I'm selling thousands and thousands and millions of books, and my life is going to change. And that part of it's true. However, there's a lot more work that goes into it. What do you say about that?
2: Yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. So, um, you know, anyone can write. Absolutely, everyone can write, and I hundred percent believe that everybody has a story worth telling, right? But there can be the really bland, kind of protected, armored up kind of storytelling, and then there can be the storytelling that is real, raw, and vulnerable that really accelerates that no like trust factor. So when you're writing a book. Instead of, you know, armoring up and and kind of filtering down, watering down who you are and, you know, what it is that you actually want to say, it's really important to communicate with your ideal client those real life kind of situations. And once you write that book, it's important to keep inviting your reader off those pages and into your world. So it's like, do you have a free download? Do you have a free checklist? Do you have a free masterclass? Do you have a Facebook group? And kind of building that into your book and your story. So there's that aspect of it. And then it's like, well, what platforms are you going to sell it on? Are you going to go the traditional publishing um, route and owe someone royalties? Or are you going to, you know, work with someone on production and then have all the royalties yourself? What's your marketing plan on the back end of the book? are you going to do a book tour? You know, what's your brand behind the book? So all of these things come into play. So as you can see that it's like literally endless what you can do with a book and you don't want it to be a flash in the pan type thing. You want your marketing plan to have longevity.
1: Yeah, no, this is so brilliant. And, you know, I think, uh, I mean, I wrote my first book, it took me eight years to write it. Literally, uh, I launched it in 2016 and we sold like 8,000 something copies, you know, in the first, you know, year for whatever it was, but it was like, there's so much to it. Right. And I didn't really realize that. And I think now more than ever though, books are like a credibility stamp as well. I mean, me being in branding and PR, it's everything's about credibility, right? You can have an actual book that's published, that's being seen and you can hand it out or use it for speaking events. Like that's what they're looking for. Like speaking promotions, like they're looking for someone that has those type of things. And so, um, who specifically then are you, do you really work more directly with? Is there a certain unit or a group that you work with that you can support in what you do? Yeah so I like to work with entrepreneurs to have that
2: book that really kind of cements their credibility and then we go okay well how do we get the visibility with this credibility and use it because you know the the media loves authors speak people who book speaking events love authors why because authors have been forced to organize their thoughts in a very um, kind of sacred container and and communicated in a way that has impact. So they make great speakers and having this book that just backs you, it's very easy for someone to drop 99 cents on Kindle or 25 bucks here and there. But once they take that book and cool. they read it and they get to know you, by the time they reach your website or your socials, you no longer feel like a stranger to them. So in that way, they're so good for business because once you do it right, sales is easy
1: after that. Yes, that see, I wanna highlight that because I, I think too, like also why part of this wild summit, we're really wanting win- women to realize that sales doesn't have to be sticky, right? Like we can actually, cause what you just said it means so much. The moment you have something of pure value and credibility, sales is easy. Because now you're saying, look, I want to share my mission. I just wrote this book. Someone gets it like, oh my gosh, I want you on my podcast. I want you as my speaker. I want you you know, doing this. And people that are so naturally drawn, because especially if they read a book first and they get to meet you and maybe work with you in a course or work with you somewhere, it is, it makes it so much easier. And I really love that because I'm excited for what you're going to talk about in the summit. Are you going to go a bit deeper about like what you do in the process that you do? Because I want people to really get like who you are, because I know how many people want another book. As well, coming forward.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I can definitely speak more about that in the summit, and um, it's something I'm super passionate about. I'm pretty sure I was reading books and creating this this sort of stuff in the womb. Um, yes. I've always been a massive book nerd, and you know, everybody should have that opportunity to also leave the legacy. It's not just about a business strategy; it's also leaving that legacy because storytelling you know reaches across time space continents cultural differences it's how we connect as humans and i think that the world is starving for connection
1: yeah you said it i mean this is this is the time where they are attempting to separate us however we know the more connection the more stories we can tell the, the bigger, the transformation is going to happen. And I, I absolutely believe in that as well. Um, so Taryn, what do you, would you say? Um, you know, I, obviously you said, yes, you want to be a speaker. I, I love what you do, but you had a real like call. I mean, you said, yes, it was like, she's in like, this woman is in Cause I know you're also being published in Forbes magazine. You're really telling that deeper story as well, which is massive. And, um, you know, what, why did you say yes? I said yes, because I can't expect
2: other women to speak up and use their voice and tell their stories and be real and raw and, you know, say it how it is. If I don't do it myself, Mm -hmm. I feel like so many women are waiting for permission for somebody else to go first. So that's the main reason why I said yes. It's because I need to walk my talk. And be visible, be seen, you know, get out there and blaze the way for those who may be a few steps behind.
1: I think that the more examples the world gets, the more they can see right The more people can really realize they also can do it. And um, you know which I which leads me then to my next question for you because you know we always talk about what you know what is our best advice like what would you give um, you know your best your best self however, I'd rather ask you, what would be your best advice um, that you'd give to a woman right now that's deciding, gosh, am I even worthy of writing a book? Will people even listen to me? Because I yeah. know that's what's going on inside.
2: Yeah. It, that's such a common thing. You know, uh, Nobody's going to be interested in what I have to say. It's this vicious negative self-talk we have in our head. I'm not worthy to write a book. I'm not, you know, what I have to say is not good enough. People have it worse off than me. Absolute rubbish is what I have to say to that, because you never know who is out there waiting to hear that one little piece of advice or for you to share your experience and say, hey, I suffered from PTSD. I got made redundant a week before I found out I was pregnant, but I've still managed to build a six-figure business. You know, I'm not different to you. This is my story. This is how I overcame anxiety. This is how I overcame chronic depression. Do I still suffer with it? Absolutely. But it's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. And your story is valid. You are worthy and you are perfect exactly the way you are. And by telling people that and showing up in your true authentic self, you're letting somebody else out there know that they're not alone. Wow. And that is so important.
1: It is. I mean, and, and like you obviously you gave me goosebumps because it's like, I know for us, like we feel like we're kind of speaking to our own choir or singing to our choir. However, those that are watching, there's millions of people that are watching that are wondering that. And every time I hear someone say, you are worthy enough, your story, I, I always tell people, if your story can connect with one person, and you can change the life of one person. Then you're doing a massive, you know, assistance to the world because their frequency raises, and then that next. So it's like that butterfly effect, right? That butterfly wing can, you know, change the 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 trajectory of what happens in the world just by that one movement. And I think that's really what you're trying to say as well. And I'm I'm so on board with you, um, Taryn. I'm so excited to to have you uh, as a speaker, uh, and to learn more from you, and, and to uh, really see more deeply what you're about um, on the summit. Uh, can you share, though, with everyone where they can find you now? Like what maybe some kind of fun, sexy stuff that you're giving away? Because I know you're all about lead magnets and all that good stuff. You might have some things on your site they can look for.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So my website is www.taranreaves.com. I like to keep things simple. I operate all of my brands under the one name because simplicity guys, it doesn't have to be complicated. (laughs) Um, And you can find all the links to my socials on there. I've got a great Facebook group. It's called the Authors Lounge. I love to give loads of value to storytelling for business in general. um, As well as, you know, if you want to write a multi-author book or a solo book, I've got your back, come and find me and you will be very well
1: supported. I love it. I love it. Cause we're going to have a, even a VIP room, uh, during the summit and our authors or and, and our speakers certainly are going to be in that room. And there's going to be many women and we already have a list of like, I want to work with a woman and I want to, you know, get my book out too. So I know there's going to be a lot of people looking for you and what you do. And I'm so excited to have you joining us. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, I truly appreciate you. Uh, Okay, so my next guest, I'm really excited to have her join me uh, because she's another fellow islander here uh, in Indonesia. Our name is Cynthia Putri. She's actually raised in a small town in Sumatra, which is another island uh, in Indonesia. She lived in Jakarta from her teens and now she calls Seattle her hometown. So I went from USA to Indonesia. And now you went Indonesia to the USA. <laughs> but uh, Cynthia graduated from uh, Washington State University. She has a bachelor's in administration and major finance. She has a baby girl who's a year and a half old, and she takes care of her while simultaneously building her business. She's recently lost her father three weeks ago, which has been very difficult. But, you know, you keep moving forward. And um, to make your dad proud, and, you know, Cynthia, I think this is a, a really beautiful segue to you being like... Such a um, connected, loving, wild woman. Um, so welcome to the show. So good to have you here. We're holding it down in Indo for you, love.
3: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to see you in, in here right now. And then so happy that you're in Bali.
1: Yes. When's the last time you've come back to Indonesia?
3: When's the last time you've been here? About three, three years ago. Okay. Before that, I travel every two months, before three years ago, so I travel uh, to Indonesia and to any country in Asia Pacific.
1: Yeah, you know, it's interesting too, because I haven't been back to the States now in two years with all that's happening in the world, so um, we both are kind of living similar, so we'll keep it, we'll hold it down over here for you as long as you keep holding it down on the west coast of the USA. So tell me, Cynthia, share with me why you really said yes to being a speaker on our upcoming summit. You know, I think it's um, really powerful when I when someone gets that full body yes, and that was really what you were. You were like, yes, I'm really fully in. What called you to be a speaker on the event?
3: Because I want to inspire other women like myself, especially from uh, Indonesia, from other country that uh, come to. The great country here in the United States, and I want to inspire my fellow Indonesian um, woman to be like, to tell them, Don't be afraid, you can do this, keep work hard, and be yourself.
1: Yeah, you know, I love it. And being here in Bali now for the last six years, I think that's a big message. You know, like I know you grew up in, in Jakarta, and um, you know, there's different dynamics and, and cultural differences. Uh, Than than here in Bali. But I think as a whole, most of the women, um, you know, in Bali, in Indonesia is the fourth largest populated country in the world. You know, it's like wild to even think that. And I just learned that, you know, most women um, do 90% of the work, but they make about 10% of the money. And, you know, that's like pretty standard across the population of Indonesia. And it's so powerful for you that you are now living in the United States. Like, how did that happen for you? Was that a scary decision? And, you know, did you believe that you could do it when you were this young little girl? And now all of a sudden here you are living in the States, you have a master's degree, you're running a big business. Like, how did that come about for you? First, like
3: first year, I was really, really scared. And I was, miss my rice you know, indonesian people love eat rice <laughs> so yes. I, I have a trouble um for food and then for the language was, the language and then the culture is like different and also the weather but um later on year after year and i start like become like enjoying more and now i i this is my home i love in i love to stay here
1: yeah and it's it's it, it, so when you decided to leave though like how did that how did that happen for you like would you had the opportunity to go and go away to school, right? Into Washington, you know? And now you're living in the States. Like I see it's like it, Americans are afraid to travel this far away. Like there's some that do, but not as many. Like Bali or in Indonesia is like a far place. I don't see nearly as many Americans here because it feels, you know, so far away. Like how did you as a young teen say, I'm going to the United States?
3: The curiosity. Ah, right. Great, because I want to learn. The culture in here, and also I wanna, I wanna be like better person, and I will, I wanna be. I want to have more education too, and to have more knowledge. So it's like, it's really really fun time. Well,
1: would you? What would you then say to other women, um, you know, that are like you, that are ready to make a massive change? in their life like what would advice would you give them so that they can truly look at themselves through you and see I can do this too.
3: Be brief. That's why I said be brief and be confident Ooh. and try your best to do it and never give up. That's what yeah. I'm doing. I always try my best and I, I feel sad sometimes by but, but after that I go up again and then I try to realize what did I do wrong. And then mm-hmm.
1: start over again and achieve what yeah. might it. Would you say that's like part of also like your mission to really inspire others to, to be brave? Right? Because I think that is a really big word. Like we're talking, especially on this summit that's coming up, like, you know, bravery and courage is a high frequency feeling and energy and, and emotion. It actually has a high frequency. Like bravery steps us up because it, it puts us in a space that makes us realize that we can we can help others and we have to step forward. I mean, it takes a lot to be brave. And I think that, um, you know, part of this wild movement that we're doing, bravery is like a big stamp that women need to have. I mean, we were, you know, so long, we've been suppressed in so many ways. And so what would you say then um, when it comes to like, you know, being brave and being a woman that's wild, like, why were you like, "I, I absolutely... Um, I need to be part of this. Um, my my mission is strong. Like, where would what would you like people to to know from you on like what their next steps could be for their life? Like, how can they take bravery into their life every single day?
3: Make your goals, make a plan, and what I do is like I I make my plan, what I want to do, and I just do it
1: yeah you know i think too like i agree with you you know um i always say to myself uh structure gives me freedom because if i don't plan if i don't like set up my day right i literally don't get anything done you know and i think that's a big thing that especially in women as well like women you know, we tend to either go really heavy on our feminine side or like, oh, everything's just going to get done. Or we go really planning on our more so masculine side, but we forget to play. Like, how would you say that you were able to balance that? Like, you know, where you're, you are have your plan, but you have fun. Like, do you have a, a way that you kind of balance that in your self-care?
3: For me, it's my my baby daughter, my baby yeah. girl. This make me balance as a, I have to become a mother of her, taking care of her and loving her and then do as much, as much as I can and have fun with her. And I also have to be a father to her and I have to be comforted by taking care of everything for her and then yeah. try to do my best for her future too.
1: Yeah, our, um, our children I think are our best balance, aren't they? Same thing with my daughter. She reminds me sometimes I'm working too much and all of a sudden she shows up and I'm just like, oh, you know, like, oh, this is how I get balanced is like really connecting, you know, to your children because they're such a great reminder to have fun and to play and to let that wild side out, you know, and still really keep what we are all about inside of ourselves. So I, I really appreciate that, Cynthia, so much because she reminds me, you know, how much we women are really always need to remember. We can build big businesses, but don't forget to love on yourself and and your children and play like a child. So um, Sinta, um, how can people find you now? Because uh, you're gonna be a speaker on the summit. They're gonna wanna start looking for you. Where can they find you now to learn more about you?
3: Uh, They can reach me out to my Facebook, Sinta Putri, and also on my Instagram, like my first name, my last name, Sinta Putri, and also can email to me to Putri Coffee info at putrycafee.com. And I love to chat with everyone
1: and share my story. Oh, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to see you on September 28th, to October 1st. You're going to be one of the wild days. We've got four days that are actually coming for this upcoming summit. We've got W, which is wealth. I, which is intuition. L is leadership. And D is diversity. So we are going to have 12 women every single day along with other inspirational influencers and celebrities and musicians and entertainers coming for this wild woman (laughs) extravagance, where we are literally going to be learning from women from all over the world, how they can truly take their wildness within themselves and to fully be aligned with bringing women forward, helping women connect and be together. So ladies, it is so great to have you on the show today. I know that looks like Dana had to go because her son, she had to take care of her son, which I think it's really a beautiful close to this segment because, you know, Dana's here for her her son, and she's inspiring other parents. And what a beautiful thing to know. Like that woman made us 15 minutes on this show, and now she's got to take care of her family. I think that is like the most perfect reminder that balance is everything. So, ladies, I want to thank you for joining me. I cannot wait to have you on the summit to learn more deeply about what you're about, what you are leaving an impact on the world, and who and how you want to show up to the world. Thanks for being here. Well, everyone, what do you think about this show? Like, I want you to kind of get connected to yourself in what and where you want to be. Because right now, women of the world are waking up. If you can feel the energy taking place within these women that you've been experiencing throughout this whole Women Gone Wild series. This is not just a show that's inspiring you to take charge or to be brave. This is a movement This is an energy that is rippling across the planet. And we want you to come be wild with us. Imagine yourself taking full charge, running a business, building your family and being with them and being the inspiration to other women around the world. Like this is a time you may not even know that you've inspired some other woman. You might be a secret mentor to someone and change their life just from one thing that you say. So why not be that one that speaks up, that stands up and start sharing your gifts. The new currency of the world is feminine and it's time for you to go wild. I hope you enjoyed this segment of the Rhonda Swan Show, of the Women Gone Wild series. Don't forget, Now you're going to be able to register right now for the Women Gone Wild Summit, September 28th to October 1st. We are giving away so many incredible things just by you joining us. But more importantly, you're going to get your hands on the Women Gone Wild Manifesto, that writing, that piece that created an idea that turned into a book that has now turned into the largest women's movement on the planet. I look forward to seeing you on the next show. Don't forget to register for the summit. And remember, be unstoppable and stay wild. See you on the next show, everyone.